0: My name is Ed Wojcicki, and I'm the executive director of the Illinois Association of Chiefs of Police. Welcome to Policy Patrol. It is April the 15th, 2022. What's on everybody's mind right now, of course, is the legislative session that just ended a few days ago. We're still looking at everything that happened. But what I can tell you is that we've already sent out to our members an analysis of 64 bills. That's a lot. And that's the work of our legislative team led by committee chair Mark Mayton. And in particular, our new deputy director, Kenny Winslow, had a lot to do with the fact that we were able to analyze more and send you more information about legislation during this past session. I'll give you just a few highlights of what happened. Overall, we looked at more than 700 bills. The good news out of this General Assembly is that of our top five priority bills, all of them came out the the way that we wanted to. For example, four of them were not called at all, and that's really good news for us One of them would have changed qualified immunity, and, of course, that's something that we're totally against. Another one would have banned all consent searches. What a stupid idea that is. But that was in a bill, and some people are serious about it, and so we had to oppose it. And there was enough opposition that that bill did not even advance. There was one bill in our top five that was we supported, and that was a bill to ban ghost guns. It's a relatively new phenomenon that's coming, and we don't want those criminals out there just with unmarked guns, guns that they're building by themselves. There's protection still for the hobbyists who want to build their own guns, but we want to have a ban on ghost guns out there, and that's in the legislation, so we're really pleased about that. There's also going to be some new funding this year that we're still trying to sort out, but I can give you some of those highlights. There's $10 million that's going to the training board for what we call or what is called a retention program. Now, we had said, you know, why not provide some money to officers, some kind of bonus or something like that, so that they will have more of an incentive to stay in their department, we're not sure exactly what the training board's going to do with this $10 million, but it says it's for a retention program, and so that's good. There's another $10 million for less lethal weapons, tasers, beanbags, and so forth, probably for obvious reasons, because we've told the legislature, if if you want to... Uh, encourage the use of more less lethal weapons, then please provide the money for it. And so some some money is provided, and, and there again, we're going to have to see, see how the state's going to spread that money around, but we think that that's a good start. Our understanding is that the training board was fully funded, and so they will be able to implement the training, and they will be able to implement all the new provisions in the Safety Act. At least that's our understanding. The decertification is a big one. Uh, We believe they're going to be hiring some more investigators and so on. And so the full funding of the training board is going to be really important. And as this gets rolled out, uh, not only this summer, but in the next few years, they're going to need more manpower power, uh, more equipment, and so on in order to be able to help us out. One of the things that I want to say is that there's a lot of unfinished business out there from the legislative session. Honestly, with all the talk about crime being so important, we put forward a lot of common sense ideas to allow us to be able to do our work more efficiently with with equipment. And we also wanted some specific initiatives passed so that we could address the increase in violence and things like carjackings and vehicle theft but but those things didn't really happen, and so they're still on our list. Uh, we we want uh, some additional provisions for drones. We want some additional provisions for uh, fleeing and eluding to in order to be able to catch these people. Because now uh, I think people are under the impression that they they can commit these crimes and and run away. And you know, and, and we all know that there's some truth to that, and so we want to try to put a stop to it. So we're going to be working with the legislature to uh, fix some of these things in in the next few months. We were also hoping for a third trailer bill. We got the first two trailer bills over the last few months. We didn't get the third trailer bill. We still need to clean up uh, the trespassing issues, the language about B and C misdemeanors, And then there's a few other things in the certification section that we would like to have cleaned up. Uh, For example, uh, we're still against allowing all anonymous complaints. Uh, We think that there should be provisions for allowing confidential complaints and not anonymous complaints. So we're working on this kind of language on your behalf. And we we hope that uh, we're able to take care of some of these legislative issues in, in the months to come. I hope that most of you are listening to this before we have our annual conference, which is coming up April the 27th through the 29th in Northbrook. You know, we've had uh, a lot of planning that's gone into it. We have some wonderful breakout sessions on cutting-edge topics. We have a keynote speaker named Dave Funkhauser, who maybe you've never heard of, but he has spoken in, in Wisconsin and Michigan. And the executive directors in no two states tell me that this guy is just absolutely fantastic speaker. He He's funny. He's informative. And he is a police, a police chief himself. And so he's going to talk about how to be a dynamic leader. And one of the reasons we wanted to bring him in is that One of the most sought after topics among our members on our on our membership surveys is the topic of leadership. And uh, you're not going to be disappointed when you hear Dave Funkhauser talk about leadership at our annual conference. And uh, for those of you who are more interested in other aspects of the conference, we've also recently added, with the help of two sponsors, hospitality rooms on Wednesday night and Thursday night of the conference. Limited hours, but it's still out there. Yeah, you can have Free refreshments and camaraderie, and this is thanks to uh, two companies that are kind of new to us, Axis and Zero Eyes. Uh they're, they're hosting these hospitality rooms, so that'll give you something to do uh, on the two evenings of the conference. And so I, I hope you take advantage of the whole conference, and I hope to see you there, and I hope to see you in the hospitality rooms as well final topic that I want to talk about is the topic of recruitment and retention. Why? You told us in a membership survey within the last few months that it's your number one concern, your number one challenge. And legislators and media have been saying to us, well, do you have data to back up what you're saying about agencies having issues with retaining people and bringing in new people. We've all heard the anecdotes about how you used to test hundreds of people or thousands of people, and now you might be lucky to get a dozen in there or a few dozen in there, depending upon the size of your agency. So we asked you for the data, and thanks to the, many, the dozens and hundreds of you who responded to this survey, because now we have the data to share, not only with you, but with everybody who asks. We have the numbers to back up the fact that recruiting and retention in our state is a really big problem. Now, we know it's also a problem in the entire country, but we, we can tell you that 60% of the agencies, for example, have a shortage of officers right now that's a lot. Now, some people say, well, 40% are doing okay. Yeah, maybe. They just don't have a shortage right now. We also know from from the reports that most agencies are recruiting not only fewer candidates, but the quality of those candidates is not what it used to be. The uh, Agent chiefs are talking about the washout rates, even those who do show up to take the exam. The washout rates of those either on the exam or on the psych exam or on the physical test, they're just losing a lot of the people who do show up. And so, uh, we're going to be putting this report out uh, by the time you hear this podcast. you might have already seen this report and it'll be the data to, to back up what we've been talking about and uh, it it's not really happy news and so I, I can't say you'll enjoy reading it but for those of you who want support for your argument with with your own legislators with your own local officials that recruiting and retention is is an issue throughout the state. Watch for this report, read it, and use the numbers that are there. This has been Policy Patrol from the Illinois Chiefs.